0: I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. Welcome. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now, if we choose to. Perhaps you may think that you will learn a great deal by watching the Democrat presidential debate from Charleston, South Carolina, tonight, February 25th. I find it very dubious, to say the least, that anything will be learned. But, other than the quality of performances, as far as whom you can expect to be there, well, it's the usual suspects, with one possible exception, because... My reading of what I have seen with regard to this, it is unclear, (laughs) unclear whether billionaire, California billionaire Tom Steyer will grace the stage. But, of course, Joe Obama Biden, black like me Biden, Bernie Alinsky Sanders, Liz Planned Parenthood Warren, Roaring Amy Klobuchar, Pete Sodomite Buttigieg, and Mikey, Michael Dukakis Bloomberg. Again, with possibly being joined by Tom Steyer, who managed to garner something like 4% of votes in Nevada, despite spending a fortune and focusing intently on the Nevada Democrat caucuses. Exciting things, no doubt. Uh, But meanwhile, I'm going to be Revisiting a few things that I didn't manage to complete in the previous program. So, Chris Matthews. MSNBC's hardballs Chris Matthews. Leftist Chris Matthews. As I mentioned, it is, it is hilarious, really, I think. Absolutely hilarious that leftist Chris Matthews is being raked over the coals about his comments concerning Bernie Sanders. And to imagine, I don't mind him being misrepresented by people, being thought to have said something he didn't say. I don't mind that a bit. Chris Matthews, (laughs) he just, Oh, he doesn't deserve anything good, and he's had a whole lot of good. So I really don't mind at all. I think it is hilarious. But he did not liken Bernie Marxist Sanders to Adolf Hitler. He did not. He did not liken Bernie Marxist Sanders' campaign to the Nazi third Reich. He did not. What he did was to declare Bernie Marxist Sanders to be the presumptive Democrat presidential nominee. Not just presumptive, but the actual Democrat presidential nominee. Chris Matthews said, quote, it's too late to stop him it's over, end quote, regarding Bernie Sanders. Now this 4% that I'm going to be mentioning is not to be misconstrued as pertaining to the 4% of vote that Tom Steyer managed to garner in the Nevada Democrat primary. But taking the Iowa Democrat caucuses, and the New Hampshire Democrat primary, and the Nevada Democrat caucuses, all of them put together, the delegates earned, won, garnered, what have you, from all of those combined constitute only 4% of the total Delegates that are going to be divvied up by these stellar, stellar candidates. So, Chris Matthews, for him to declare authoritatively That the Democrat presidential nomination process is over is bizarre, absurd, and what have you. But you know, what you find with so many talk show hosts, political commentators, is this. It's just like with sports broadcasters. They are ever trying to be noticed. They are ever making outrageous claims, as do the political candidates, in order to promote themselves. And I really think that that has something to do with Chris's statement. I also think it has to do with (laughs) with his his nature, (laughs) the way he is. Firebrand Chris. But his actual factual statement that has been so ballyhooed was as follows. Quote, I was reading last night about the fall of France in the summer of 1940. And the General Renaud called up Churchill and says, it's over. And Churchill says, how can that be? You've got the greatest army in Europe. How can it be over? Renaud said, it's over. End quote. So... <laughs> Uh, there is some parallel there as far as, you know, the Maginot Line, the great, magnificent standing armies that were overthrown and turned tail and ran and what have you. So he is likening, he's not only likening Bernie Sanders' success thus far to that of the Nazis' invasion of France, of Europe and France, but he is likening the other candidates and their campaigns to the French. <laughs> it is just extraordinary. But Chris unintentionally actually said something true. No, not with reference to the campaign. That's not how it's true, okay? That's not the true element of it. But in spite of himself, unintentionally, unwittingly, blindly, ignorantly, he said something true. Something that is so out of character for Chris. He said it's over. And regrettably, it is over for the United States of America. In the State of the Union Address, of course, we heard from the President glowing rhetoric about how this nation's brightest days, greatest days and accomplishments and what have you are yet ahead of us, yet to be realized. The best is yet to come. Complete, utter falsehood. It's over. The war for the nation's soul has been by hook and crook over a period of a century has been won with reference to the governance, the rulership of the nation. There are a great many good and godly and worthy people in this nation. But they are under the thumb of the anti-God, anti-Christ, governing... Regime. I'm not referring to the Trump administration here. I'm referring to the overwhelming weight of the government, federal, state, and municipal governments, which have brought God's judgment on this nation and have caused monstrous suffering for so long. Europe, the continent, Scandinavia, the UK, and the Republic of Ireland, and all of the other pieces of the the major pieces of the former British Empire that still are linked to Britain such as Australia and so forth. And the other nations, Western enlightened nations in South America and so forth, Asia. They all, without exception, they all, including Israel, they The modern state of Israel, they all refuse to protect the innocent. They refuse to punish and eliminate the evil who have committed monstrous, heinous, murderous destruction of the innocents. They are all under the judgment of God the United States of America is one step removed from that. There is still capital punishment here, but if and or when it occurs to the tune of 100 or less times a year, despite there being recognition of 16,000 murders a year and other heinous crimes that are so deserving of capital punishment and that used to be punished with capital punishment in accord with God's commandments. But if it takes place at all, it is usually 25 years after the fact, if it takes place. We are only one step removed from the likes of Canada, Australia, UK, and the continent, and Scandinavia, enlightened Scandinavia, Norway, where that monstrous, heinous, neo-Nazi destroyer who slaughtered, I've lost track, 77 young people, I believe, who has been treated with kid gloves even though they are terrified that he will murder anybody that they put in proximity to him. (laughs) And yet they go on putting people in proximity to him in order to entertain him, play chess with him and other such things. But he is serving a sentence of 10 years. So he has a little while remaining. The black Islamist terrorists, British naturalized citizens who slaughtered the young Christian British soldier freshly back from having served deployment in Afghanistan. And while he was unarmed and he was leaving the military facility, crossing the street... They ran him down, then hopped out of their vehicle and attacked him with machete and meat cleaver and what have you. They are serving a five-year term in UK. They only have a little while left on their sentence. These nations are under the blood, guilt, judgment of God and the United States along with them. It's over. It really is. There is only so much time God will permit. Regardless what happens with this presidential election, it's over. So Chris, in spite of himself, in spite of not meaning that, he was right. (laughs) He was wrong, but he was right. Revisiting this matter of this 14 year old girl and 17 year old girl who were attacked by a gang of black women and black men and robbed, and one black man just out of totality of hatred for this non-black girl. He attacked her, he slashed her face, he mutilated and disfigured her three days before Valentine's Day. She underwent emergency surgery to repair multiple wounds on her face. He marked her for life. If that isn't deserving of the death penalty, then few things are. But of course, when they catch him, they have him on video. When they catch him, they'll probably put him in jail for six months. Maybe sentence him to a year and then with time off for good behavior, six months, something like that. You probably think, oh, no, that's an exaggeration. It wouldn't, no, 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 he'll be put away for a long, long time. No, no, he won't. I mentioned almost tongue-in-cheek that he should be prosecuted for hate crimes. If you go to the Federal Bureau of Investigations website, you read big, bold print, big, bold links concerning hate crimes. If you seek statistics concerning violent crime, you will not find in the tabulation, in the condensation, you will not find a single mention of kidnapping. And yet historically, one of the crimes that the FBI actually gets involved in is kidnappings that involve crossing state lines. But hate crimes all over the place. These Fictitious things, these legal fictions. You cannot find any so called hate crime in the Bible, nor marital rape. These are fictions that have been created by wicked justices, wicked judges. Hate crime. Is used, also called bias crimes, is used to prosecute whites for crime involving blacks, not the other way around. But purportedly, it's for crimes based on bias against racial groups, ethnic groups, people of this sex or that sex or no sex or some supposed sex, sodomites and so forth. It's just an abomination. But the FBI the foremost law enforcement agency in the united states of america which has offices abroad it is front and center focused on pursuing hate crimes every single solitary time something like what this monster did to this little girl, you might take issue with me calling a 14-year-old girl a little girl. But there it is. I'm calling her a little girl. This is a grown man with a gang of black women and a gang of black men attacking these two girls. But, Every time some evil like that is committed, that is hatred distilled and concentrated. Every kidnap, rape, murder, every serial rape, serial murder, kidnap, rape, trafficking, and so forth, these are all. Crimes of hatred, but God Almighty in his word never comes up with some category of hate crimes. It's murder, and it's rape, and it's kidnap, and so forth. But oh my. No, here in the brilliant, just, enlightened United States of America, if somebody tries to murder a policeman or does murder a policeman, that is a different crime from if that same person attempts to murder a young bride, a young mother, and her children, or attempts to murder a child like that little boy who was white, Caucasian, who was thrown over the rail of an elevated platform at Mall of America. He was ripped away from his mother and thrown onto the tile-covered concrete floor below by a man of color. Hate crime? No, no. That wasn't a hate crime. I don't know what it was. A psychotic break, no doubt. Here in the United States of America, so very, very, very often, the most heinous, monstrous murders that are committed are de facto not prosecuted. Because the courts engage psychologists, psychiatrists to render their brilliant take on the condition of those who committed these monstrous, heinous, damnable crimes. And if the psychologist, court appointed psychologist, psychiatrist, if they determine that. The monster had a psychotic break. Sorry, can't be prosecuted. Send them to a mental health facility. And let them prey upon people, poor innocent people that are housed in those places. It happens daily. In the United States of America, which is so stupendous, and the best is yet to come. The brightest, the greatest, the best is yet to come. No, it's not. George Washington's birthday celebration and that of Abraham Lincoln, which was joined, fused with George's, along with lumping all of the other presidents in there with them. That is behind us a little ways behind us. George Washington, an imperfect man, but head and shoulders above almost any president of the 20th and 21st centuries. Almost. Before I go on, let me just say this. I am Brad Thomas, and this is after all is said and done. And whatever is right and true, and good in these programs is thanks to God Almighty and His Holy Son, Jesus Christ. Whatever's lacking, erring, deficient, that's on me. That's due to me. That's my fault. But, this nation is a nation of gross pervasive injustice. Charles Manson, imprisoned for life, allowed to be visited, allowed to be given conjugal rights. Rights? What's right about that? Even if he had been married, there would be nothing right about that. But no, instead this groupie and that groupie. just like for the Night Stalker, who committed home invasion, rape murder over and over and over and over again, and manages to have fans, celebrity status, fans, groupies, whom he gets to enjoy conjugal rights with. Of course, he died from health complications here a year or so ago. What a shame. What a pity. But, the evil are not punished. The blood of the innocents is not avenged. And God Almighty, in His Word, lets us know that those nations whose people will not avenge the slaying of innocents, the shedding of blood of the innocents, God Almighty will overthrow and destroy those nations. You know, there are all these people that are so fascinated and enamored with the likes of Atlantis, the lost city Oh, what happened there? Or Pompeii, and so on and so forth, and various civilizations that came to sudden stops, if you will, that were suddenly, tragically ended. There are many people. In the United States of America, in the world, in the Western world, in the world at large, many in the Democrat Party, many Democrat Party voters who are oh so concerned about global climate change. Well, if this is not just some cyclical thing, if this is in fact some devastating global climate change, global warming, then perhaps there should be some attention paid to why such a thing is happening. But of course, if you completely remove God from the context, then of course, things only happen accidentally, unintentionally, and so forth. Or deliberately by odious capitalists or what have you. Right? Global climate change, global warming is one of two things. And these are the only possibilities. I might throw in a third, just to throw you a sop. I might throw in a third. But one, a cyclical event, something that happens every so often as the world, as the globe, as the earth turns. The other is a judgment from God. Oh, no. No, we don't believe in that sort of thing. We are so far beyond that. And another possibility is just that it is the result of sinful, blind, ignorant, selfish, greedy, covetous, dishonest, dishonorable, corrupt mankind. So I'll throw that third in there. But... Even though, I know the time is short. It's over. The time is short. Time is short before the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, whom the Jews do not recognize as Christ, to their everlasting shame and to their everlasting hurt and sorrow. But, even though salvation is of the Jews, they reject the only name given under heaven by which we may be saved jesus christ but if <laughs> if there are x number of years before this world is taken over by the most terrible regime that has ever existed on the face of the earth, a one-world enslaving regime, which will happen prior to the return of the Lord. According to the Bible, you can throw the Bible out, what have you, but that's going to happen. (laughs) But if, by some chance, this nation ceases to be a nation prior to that one world regime, ushering in the one world regime, but prior to it. It will not be because of global warming. It will not be because of global climate change. It will be because of the rebellion against God by the government of the United States of America. The evils committed by the government of the United States of America at the behest of a great many people of the United States of America. Now, I personally am persuaded that this nation will be overthrown. From without, from within, but what have you. And that that will really be the last piece of the puzzle that permits this monstrous, heinous, most vicious, ruthless, evil, sadistic, satanic, anti-God, anti-Christ regime that has ever been to take over the entire world. With the last free nation standing being little, bitty, tiny, socialist, agnostic, atheist Israel. But, what causes civilizations to die is wickedness. Again, if you disregard God, if you, you know, there is no God you think, you imagine, you fantasize. No. Man is the measure of all things. Well, then you can believe whatever cockamamie thing you care to believe. You or I can. We can. We can delude ourselves. (laughs) We can imagine all manner of utter... Nonsense, foolishness, self-serving, nonsense and foolishness. But the reason that civilizations die is wickedness. Not only wickedness by various members of society, but by the ruling elite, by the government, by the monarchs, the kings, the divine so-called right of kings and queens. That's why civilizations die. But, that's the ultimate reason. To go into the various different little elements of it, that's another matter. But the overwhelming, overarching reason that civilizations die is wickedness, rebellion against God. Period. But. This president, and I've commented on it so many times. But. President Trump. Despite being a corrupt man, a personally corrupt man. Man, a vain, arrogant man. In many ways, very much like Boris Johnson of the UK, of Britain. Living large, self serving, self aggrandizing, self honoring, self promoting. Ironically, In spite of that, and in spite of the involvement with his heirs, such as his son-in-law, Golden Boy, nonetheless, this administration, when I say this administration, that is a fluid concept because... People have come and gone. It's been a revolving door. But nonetheless, this Trump presidency administration has actually done some good things. None of which have been done under the democratic regimes that preceded him. None of which will be done by Democrat regimes that succeed him. Whether in a year or whether in five years. He has significantly, significantly reformed the federal judiciary. The effect of that has yet to really be felt. He's appointed 51 federal appellate court or circuit court judges, justices. And 10 of them, to the extreme leftist, Ninth Circuit. And that's more than one-third of its active judges. I don't know what the other judges are. Inactive? I don't know. But anyway, meanwhile, his predecessor, Barack Hussein Obama, he appointed seven to that Ninth Circuit that notorious, infamous Ninth Circuit, which oversees the great, (laughs) greatly destroyed state of California and eight other states, Western states. But that has been a massive accomplishment and has been greatly to the good for this nation, even if, even if these judges are mushy middle. (laughs) But, the die is cast, and as Chris Matthews so eloquently and ignorantly and blindly put it, it is over. This United States of America What lies ahead? According to this president, according to Donald Trump, the greatest things, the greatest accomplishments, the greatest breakthroughs, the most brilliant, outstanding advances, the most wonderful times, for this nation, lie ahead. They haven't even been tapped. The surface has barely been scratched. And the frontier lies ahead, the frontier in space. The frontiers of the planets, of the moon and of Mars and on it goes. So spectacular. It is complete, utter, total idiocy. But we can turn a blind eye to the truth. We can flatter ourselves with such extraordinary self-delusion as that. Dreams of grandeur as that. But, (laughs) that will not prevent what is going to happen from happening. On the contrary, the only way that there could be any possibility of preventing the destruction of this nation is to face it squarely, is to fess up to, confess, admit all of the extreme and damnable wrongdoing of this nation. over the length of the 21st century and the entire span of the 20th century and so forth. But, of course, we won't do that. Now, the Democrats, they will insist, yes, the United States is evil. But the problem with that is this. Their definition of evil. For the Democrats, it's not evil to abort two million babies a year, one and a half million, one and a quarter million. That's not evil. To put multitudes of debilitated people to death. By court order, frequently young women, some of whom have survived murder attempts, and yet put to death by starvation and dehydration over a period of many days. It happens, it has happened for years and decades in this nation. This nation, which, again, the Democrats believe that no monstrous, heinous murderer should ever be put to death. But innocent people should. But that's not evil. Deliberately, premeditatedly corrupting, subverting, perverting the children and the young people. That's not evil. Legalizing, promoting vicious, ruthless, monstrous, hellish pornography. That's not evil. Permitting massive, pervasive nation-spanning kidnap, rape, prostitution, trafficking, Very frequently, by people of color, men of color, against girls and young women that are not of color. Very frequently. But that's not evil. Promoting, heavily promoting interracial marriage and sexual relations and coupling and so forth. That's not evil. Legalizing and promoting adoption of babies by sodomites. That's not evil. Creating a fiction that claims that male can marry male, like Pete Buttigieg and his hubby, his so called husband, his sodomite partner in crime. That's not evil. Kamala Harris, pronounce it any way you like, Kamala, a little like Camelot, or a little like something else, or Kamala, or whatever way, just you know rings the bells. Kamala Harris, former presidential candidate, She undoubtedly will be given a very high position if any of the Democrat candidates succeed in gaining the presidency. Former Attorney General of California, before becoming U.S. Senator from California, She officiated a sodomite nuptials immediately after the abominable Supreme Court decision, as did Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, as did Hillary Rodham Clinton, former first. Female, former U.S. Senator, former presidential candidate, and rumored vice president to be, but understand this, if the worst happens and one of the Democrat candidates becomes president, And if they select Hillary Rodham Clinton to be vice president, she will either insist on being co-president as Gerald Rudolph King Ford insisted of Ronald Reagan when Ronald Reagan outrageously offered the vice presidency to Ford before he offered it to George Herbert Walker Bush. But either she will insist on being made co-president or she will lay low, become vice president, and shortly thereafter be promoted to president, (laughs) along with her co-president, Bill. Exciting things to look forward to, the evils that Hillary Rodham Clinton did while in the White House, not to mention back in the governorship in Arkansas. The evils of bringing the entire weight of the Justice Department against good and godly, self-sacrificing, charitable people who were attempting to persuade young women not to allow their preborn babies to be slaughtered in their wombs. Dear Hillary, such a champion of women and women's rights and children's rights. Liz Warren has a lot in common with Hill, but anyway, all manner of exciting things that could happen. But again, the Democrats, they will speak of evils, but what they describe as evil are not evils. They call the good evil and the evil good. That's not looking squarely at the problem. That will not prevent absolute destruction of this nation. On the contrary, they have, the Democrat Party has worked, schemed, conspired to bring about the destruction of this nation. For a couple centuries now, and as Chris Matthews said, it's over. They have all but ex- exceeded their wildest dreams. even though there are good and godly people in this nation, good and godly families, the nation is awash with people that are anything but. And then with people that, even though they're not evil, are blind and ignorant and what have you. (laughs) I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now, if we choose to. Thank you.